Alrighty, welcome to the PSBS as the Place Bullshit Podcast. I'm your host, Cote PSN Bye Boys. My coach here is Andorinus Double Is. We're both together. Both back together here for episode eighty one. Uh it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Sorry, that damn song every single time. I every, hate it. Every time. Um, and they're all everyone was like, that's a shitty song. Like, leave me alone. It's a shitty song, but I bet you know every word to that song. Yeah. <laughs> How many times did it play on the radio back in the day and even now? Even now. When you hear that song, you you're going to sing the whole song, all right? Yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna play that in rock band online when that hits. Oh yeah. It has been a while since we played online. Yeah, it has been. Uh it's coming though. Rock Band 4 Online's coming. Should, yes, be, should be should be next month, right? Yeah, I hope there's no like delay. I don't know. I sense a delay, but oh, um, I don't know. Um, well, even though Living Room Color could probably talk about this in depth, but I mean, it was recent that Harmonics talked about like the like update schedule to Rock Band mm-hmm. Four. That's gonna be like bi monthly. So we're gonna have the December. <laughs> no, no, you said bi monthly. You got it. Reminds me of that Archer joke. What does bi monthly mean? Does that mean every two oh. months or twice every month? Oh. <laughs> it's like a whole well, argument say, of that. You say bi weekly. Yeah. For, but, for the, isn't that bi weekly? Well, bi weekly is it twice a week or two weeks out of the month? And <laughs> which, which uh, season of Archer is this? I don't remember. I just caught it one night. Like, I turned on the TV and Archer was on, and they're like, it was Archer and the other guy, they're like out in the like in the jungle or something, and they're like kind of arguing over like what is bi monthly mean? If it's like every two months or twice a month? Oh, I'm like two seasons behind Archer. I guess like that New York Comic Con for it really did me and I was like, okay, I saw the whole cast at one table, I'm done. <laughs> That's what I felt like. And I saw an episode like two months early, I'm done. And then I never got back to it since. Man, because like what? They got like what? It's good. Yeah. What, they said, what, they got, what they said, they got like two or three seasons left and they're going to end it? Well, that we presume. I mean, no, they said it like they got renewed oh. up to like season eight or nine and the creator said that's going to be the last season. Hmm. But like, yeah, all, this, all of them are the short like seasons. Yeah, they're gonna be shorter. They're gonna be like ten. All three of them combined to like one like regular season. Well, just eight or what? Or eight, yeah, something like that. I could do. I mean, I could do without Archer's legacy. Hopefully, you know, it's not tarnished by like bad seasons or anything like that. Well, I mean, well, it shows that they have a plan. If they're saying these next three, two or three seasons, gonna be the end, you know, so that means. Oh, the Netflix. Oh, 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 not Netflix. Uh, FX shows have a plan. Netflix does too. They have a plan, man. They all have a plan. But. Anyway, what's our plan? So yeah, uh, so yeah, like I said, I'm back after last week or half. Because I mean, I know this episode itself is late. We're recording on Friday. You know, schedules don't line up, and I was out the whole weekend. Uh, back in last episode, when you and Emmett, man, were talking about stuff. Yeah, we 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 have man, Emmett. I already I miss him. I'm missing him every day. But yeah, we were t- we talked about all sorts of stuff. I had gosh, how many news items in that week? It, w- it was definitely a lot of stuff that hopefully I covered well in that yeah. uh, span of week time. Um, definitely talking about some PS4 Pro and then VR doing really well. And I uh, wanted to make sure I covered all my bases that week. Yeah, complaining about Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, and then I have a freaking friend now that freaking spouts out Ezekiel quotes. Like <laughs> it just sounds like the corniest dialogue in the world oh, Ezekiel, so you are my that. kingdom what, like whatever <laughs> oh but if he was in the telltale game you would love him 
<laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if Ezekiel's in the Telltale game, you're going to be like, man, Ezekiel's so cool. He's so cool. We got a tiger. He, he talks all, all old-timey. It's awesome, man. I'm like, I'm just like listening to him. I mean, it's like, I'm like, is this actual Walking Dead dialogue? He's all like, yeah. I'm like, corny as shit. <laughs> you don't get it, man. You only play the Telltale I know, game. I, you see, I'm throwing my hands up in the air. You can't see it. I'm like, yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I don't. Uh, Walking Dead. Well, well, it's funny, too, because it's like Cyborg talking to the guy that's voice Cyborg. Yeah, so you hear Cyborg's like, voice Cyborg talking like, like this. I watched from like Talking Dead. Like, it sure does sound like Cyborg. Cyborg, man. But, um, I man. mean, if we're gonna have any like animals in the next Telltale games, oh, yeah, the raccoon's gonna come back. <laughs> Rocket, Rocket Man, but uh, coming next month, Walking Dead, yeah, season three. episode one should be next month. Um, oh, I have, I didn't play Batman episode three yet, I have it downloaded, but I never played it yet. Did you buy the season pass? No, there is. There, remember we talked about that. There was no advantage to buying the season pass. It's the same price. Well, yeah, I, I was just wondering, like, if you got it, like, already, I was like, would you just buy it? <laughs> you no, I just been buying them as they come out because, and then I kind of forget about it because, like I said, I have episode three downloaded now, and I don't, and I didn't play it yet, and episode four will probably be out soon. <laughs> right. So we'll see. Well, I don't know. I, I, I just like refreshed Twitter for like a second, even though I'm just going to close it out. But um, the Game Award nominees are going to be next week for the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll be seeing what runs for Game of the Year. And then uh, um, I don't think we're I don't think we've ever done a Game Awards show where we just talk about the announcements from the Game Awards. But that just seeps into like the next show. Well, we- well, isn't it around the same time as Playstation Experience too? Um, but I thought we do our own specific place. Oh, oh no, last year we didn't though. No, I think we just kind of like since they were the same week or so. I think we just kind of rolled it all together. Yeah, and like PlayStation uh, experience wasn't as good as a twenty fourteens. So hopefully it's better this year. I mean, it was good tw- last year, but it wasn't like as good. No, but they see to go because hardware, because, man. because we because we don't have to worry about them talking about freaking like Street Fighter Five or No Man's Sky for like <laughs> forty minutes combined total. Yeah, Street Fighter Five not doing didn't perform well. Um, yeah, you know, basically there was like another article recently talking about you know Street Fighter Five is just basically not doing the best. Yeah, you're gonna be reading a lot of those articles lately. <laughs> yeah, about the games not doing the best. We could doing the best. Um, but speaking of something that's doing okay, <laughs> middle of the road, middle of the road, it's doing all right. Um, Sony said that PSVR sales are on track. Whatever that means. Is this is this different? Oh, than the GameStop one I talked about, or from a uh, couple weeks ago? Yeah, you mentioned like yeah, GameStop you yeah. last week. Yeah, you said that GameStop. Well, GameStop specifically said that yeah, they were selling. Yeah, they well. said they specifically said yeah. But Sony themselves. Their their output was they're on track, and I'm like, that doesn't sound right. positive or negative. It just sounds like, yep, we're doing just fine. You know, because like if it was doing like super well, they would like be boasting the hell out of that, like, oh, we're exceeding expectations, or you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little worrying because uh, a certain other game was also on track, and we kind of saw how that went. Uh, that's how they were describing the order, 1886. Remember when they said it was on track? 
or something like that. Yeah, I believe they said it was like on pace. On pace, like yeah, something like that. So they're saying it's kind of the same thing for the order, and, and you know we've talked about that already. The order is MIA as far as where the hell that franchise is at. Well, then there were some recent developments from Game Informer about that. You know that they're that Ready at Dawn sees it as a franchise. Yeah, they do. Well, uh, it has a it, it has a future. It has a future. Yeah. Well, of course, everything has a, a future. Everything has a future. That means it, 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 oh, so uh, you're telling me maybe Order ATD Six's future is that it's dead. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that, that's its future. Everything, that's not the future. Every, yeah, that's everything it. everything dies in the future. But um, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's just, I mean, it doesn't sound, it's just, like I said, it sounds kind of like a middle of the road kind of neutral answer to this. Um, that sounds fine. I mean, it sounds, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like hazard mode. Like they're saying, oh, we're below expectations or we're kind of like, but it's not super. Cause like I said, if it was really positive, they would have said that they would have said, oh, it's selling beyond expectation or whatever. Um, because, because like, you know, the Xbox one has been out selling the PS4 for a while. And, um, I, it's, it's fine. I don't think it's really anything to be alarmed about. It's just, you know, kind of just reassuring maybe investors or anything, anybody like that, that PSVR, or, and developers too, that mm-hmm. PSVR is doing fine, make games for it, and then, you know, fine. it's yeah, that, you know, it's a device that is, you know, generating a lot of buzz still, even about a month after release, and, yeah. uh, you know, I think if it continues its pace right now, then it'll be just fine. I mean, hell, it'll probably even sell more... Um, Kind of towards the end of November, going into Christmas. Yeah, so. it's, be, it's probably yeah, it'll probably be a big Christmas item. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah, it'll be my Christmas item. <laughs> so well, that's the thing, though. Like the the core unit, I've, I've still seen stores. Like I like I might like I've seen that at Walmart still on the shelf. I've seen like a couple on the shelf at Best Buy, but like no one has the launch bundle in stock. Yeah. Well, now I had no disclaimer. I haven't been to too many stores over the past month, but since VR's launched, but at least in the WalMarts and Targets I've been to, um, all of them had sold out. I haven't been to any GameStop, so, but, I mean, you know, it's a little difficult to check if things are in stock at GameStop. You know, well, yeah, they always have, like, the back closet. Well, it's in the back, but, like, at Walmart, they have it, like, behind the glass. I can see them stacked. Um, Best Buy has them, like, on the shelf. They have, like, little security things wrapped around them. Mm-hmm. But um, I haven't seen a – I've never seen a launch bundle, like, in box, like, just what it looks like. Yeah. With all the stuff in it. Exactly. Uh, so it's kind of like, eh, if you want VR, you don't have that stuff, you might have to buy the separate items. Mm-hmm. Um. Because the camera dropped in price, I've seen like on Amazon, it's been going for like forty for the camera. Is this is the brand and camera. It is, yes, it is the new redesigned camera too. Ooh, for around forty. Um, and move controls are still stuck at a hundred if you don't have them already. Gotcha. Um, so it's might as well just still buy the launch bundle then. If you can get it, that's what I'm saying. If you can find the launch bundle, if you can find the launch bundle, and you don't have all the stuff, get it. Um, but if you can't get the launch bundle, then like I said, the camera's dropped in price. The move controls, I mean, the the ones you get in that box are the same as the old ones. So if you can find some old ones, because you can find them for, like, I saw some uh, old ones still brand new in the box for, like, $20, $25 a piece on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So it would be cheaper to do that, you know, buy two of them that way. So. Because, right. uh, I mean, the old ones still work fine. I have um, one old one I had, and I actually found, found one at Walmart for, like, $17 that was from from the launch of the move, so it's been in that box for years, and I took it out, and it works just fine. You know, the battery held up; it still works. It works with the system and uh, works with tracking and everything. So, don't be afraid to get you know old older move controls. Don't don't feel like you need to buy the brand new ones mm-hmm. in the um, 
the um, the new pack. Because, I mean, even if you buy those, they still have the old USB ports on. They didn't even swap it out to micro, so you know they're the old models. Oh, yeah. That's kind of funny that they use that. Not even too many devices use that form of USB. Yeah, the old original USB port or whatever. A lot of cameras used it. A lot yeah. of, like, the little uh, point-and-shoot. The ones that Ashton Kutcher was always on those cameras. <laughs> Ashton. But... Can't get work in front of the camera, so he's got to work behind the camera. He's got to work behind the camera. Well, he does a lot. Of, he, he he. I remember he was on Shark Tank. He does a lot of uh, entrepreneuring and investing. Entrepreneuring, investing. Uh, we still need to get that Shark Tank VR game going. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah I've heard. I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah, I we pitched that like a couple episodes ago. A Shark Tank uh, VR game. Yeah. It's, it's not it's being kind of in a literal game. Shark Tank. No, a Shark no. Tank game where you're shark proposing tank, the, the 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 reality show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we need to get on the show Shark Tank and then pitch a Shark Tank VR game. It'd be awesome. In other Shark games, there should be like a fully. They should make that um, Deepwater Horizon or whatever a fully fledged game. <laughs> the shark, the the shark diving game is what you mean, right? Yeah. What was it called? The, the uh, it was just called the Descent. <laughs> Ah oh, damn it! I, I overthought it too much. <laughs> I'm about to say a Deepwater Horizon game. That's a bit too soon, man. <laughs> Boom. Well, I don't know. I think it would offend people because you know we already have people offended about World War One memes for Battlefield One. <laughs> yeah, and that was like uh you know back in early 1900s, and this happened like four years ago. <laughs> so how long is it going to be until we get our Iraq War game? Oh wait, well, yeah, oh, we got <laughs> That game, that game is still sitting somewhere. That's well, no, Medal of Honor. Well, oh, Medal. Yeah, well, no. The problem with those Medal of yeah. Honor games, it's always fictitious country they're fighting against. No, that, that was the Taliban. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the most recent one. Yeah, the recent one. Yeah, Medal yeah, of yeah, Honor. Yeah, that one was. Sorry, yeah, the, that 20, one was the shitty up. reboot. Yeah, yeah, that one was straight up. Um, yeah, Taliban, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, you may be thinking I was thinking about the Konami game. So. Yeah, the Konami game, yeah, that one, Six Days of Fools, that's straight up a, war, a game about the war in Iraq or whatever. Um, and that game well, do we have to wait like 100 plus years in order to get a Iraq war game? I don't know. I don't know. Call of Duty 4 was already kind of like going into like that territory about like, you know, that kind of yeah, war. Yeah, that, well, that's the thing. Like, other than that one MLR game you mentioned, most of the modern games are kind of like fictitious. You know, like this is some fictitious country or. Yeah, no, fictitious uh, uh, faction. Yeah, some fictitious faction or something. It's never like directly like they're not gonna make a game where like we're fighting ISIS. <laughs> well, like I, what was it? Modern Warfare three. Some like you know, young high school some kid thing thinking about like, oh, how much you want to put Modern Warfare three? And it was in the Times too because like uh, Osama bin Laden was killed in that year. And they were like, oh, how much you want to bet there's gonna be you know, a mission where you kill Osama? <laughs> oh, it's gonna be uh, <laughs> Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, the Zero Dark Thirty DLC mission. <laughs> <laughs> That was, but maybe we just have to wait. Well, wait a minute. Uh, remember World at War, all the shit that you were doing in that, right? Yeah. World at War? Yeah, so, World at War, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just the weird thing. That's the weird thing between movies and games. Like, movies, it's never too soon to make a movie about something. Oh, dude. I was like, I remember I was surprised to see how soon it was, like, for, like, 9-11 movies. Oh, yeah. That was, like, within the year or so. People were just The one with Nicolas Cage and then the one that um, Paul Greengrass made, like, yeah. next three. Mm-hmm. But uh, now we're going to have our Boston Marathon movie. Yeah. Two of them, actually. We're having two of them. Yeah, we're going to two of them. Uh, one with uh, Mark Wahlberg, and the other one's going to be with, um, not Shelto Copley, no, someone else. 
No, no, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Because he, he, Jake Gyllenhaal plays a victim in, in one of them. Yeah. He lost both his legs. Yeah. And then Mark Wahlberg is going to be Mark Wahlberg, and he's going to do stuff. Do stuff. Yeah, like I said, movies is just really fast. Like they, 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 they quickly kind of take real events and make them into movies. For games, like I said, it's just that gray area where everybody's like, "No, we don't want to interact with it. We don't want to play that." <laughs> it's like, I mean, is it is it that much different from like watching a movie about it though? Not really. I mean, I mean you're still experiencing it and like yeah, exactly doing... seeing how it was. Yeah, firsthand. I guess with games, it's just. <sighs> I guess just because of the perception of like video I guess, games. You know, I mean, but... it would have to almost be kind of like very cinematic in a way to where it's almost like a quantum dream game where you can't, well, not heavy rain, but like Beyond Two Souls where you can't really die. You know, you kind of just keep going no matter what. Mm. Because like it would be really messed up to do kind of play a game that's real life. Like let's say they did do a Deep Water Horizon type game where like, oh, <laughs> you died. This thing fell on you and you just restart and you have to go back and like not die. Like that would be kind of really messed up, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know. And then like I said, even if they did like a VR experience, like, I just don't know, like that would, that would be just insensitive, you know, to be like, look, you're experiencing it firsthand. It was just kind of like, uh, well, that's if you made like, if we had more, uh, har- uh, akin to hardcore Henry based movies, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean like a VR experience that was doing this, like, Oh look, we filmed this with 360 camera, you know, and yeah. experience yeah. that. And like I said, to put you in a traumatic situation like that would just be kind of like really, you know, people find it insensitive to be like, no, I don't want to be there. But yet you go see a movie and the movie is you kind of being there and experiencing that. But putting you in a VR, though, that's kind of like one step over the line because it's like, no, you're there and you're just experiencing. You're not actually, I don't know. Yeah, it, it rem- and we'll go like the technology like Tony was using in Iron Man 3 to like oh, yeah. see like. <laughs> Because that was able to see the whole incident, right? That when Happy got, got in that explosion. Mm-hmm. So I was like, huh, this is kind of like that too, where you're kind of like, you're in there. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Even though that's fictitious and that's what freaking extremists. Extremists. <laughs> extremists. But yeah. Anyway, moving along. Um, Some news. I feel. A little, like, I'm excited, but I'm a little conflicted, too. <laughs> oh, so the double-sided. Okay, what's, double-sided. What's, 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 what's to be excited and then kind of be... Hmm. Well, another Vita game's coming to PS4. Oh! It's a Vita game. Okay, what what other Vita... Uncharted? No, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, Zero Escape. Oh! Uh, what that? that Vita's losing another exclusive. Well, because you know me, if you if you listen to the show, I, I keep yeah. praising Zero Escape. I love it so much. Um... They're doing a Zero Zero Escape collection called Zero Escape the Nori Games, and it's coming in spring 2017. It's coming to both PS4 and Vita, however. Um, reason being is that it comes with uh, both the second game, Virtue's mm-hmm. Last Reward, but it also comes with a remastered version of 999, the first game that was originally released only on Nintendo DS. Ah. And it's a full remaster, in, now adding in voice acting, because the first oh. game actually didn't have voice acting. You had to actually read all the text. Yeah. And with new animations, um, they said so. They said though, however, the second game uh, is basically just a port. It's not going to be enhanced in any kind of way. Oh, okay. Um, so it's a little conflicting because it's like, oh, this is cool because I get to play the first game because you know it's only on DS. But again, it's coming to PS4 and it kind of takes away from the Vita a bit. 
Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, hmm. And then if I get this on, and then, I mean, coming out on Vita, so I could get it on Vita, just play 999, but then it comes with the second game. So it's like, oh, I have the second game twice. Yeah. Um, no word on the, if the third game would be coming to PS4, however. Which is kind of weird. Hmm. To be kind of like, hey, maybe. I mean, maybe later, but it just seems kind of weird to be like, look, PS4 owners, here's the first two games. The third game, well, go play it on Vita. Please. <laughs> Please go play it on Vita. Oh. Get in that request. Didn't that request, but um, yeah. So I mean, like I said, it's cool. Like I said, I'm excited to play the first game. Um, I'm excited that more people can could play because I mean, some people maybe just don't want to play on Vita or don't have a Vita. They could play it on PS4. Yeah, be neat because like I said, I love love that franchise. Excited to go and finally get to play the first one. So, what do you think? So you're gonna pick this up? Um, I don't know <laughs> if they put a price point yet because I don't want to feel like I'm buying the second game again. You know, if it costs like sixty for even if it's a Vita game, even though I doubt it. Um, I mean, if it's like around forty dollars, I'll probably get it because so that way I'll feel like I'm just buying nine 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 and then getting another copy of Zero Escape kind of like on there for as a bonus, even though I've already played it. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it make a separate trophy list if it's like a collection because I get the platinum again. It took me another forty hours, but I can get the platinum. Jeez. Um, that that is a long time. It's a long time, but it's straightforward, easy to get a platinum. Um. Oh, speaking of easy platinums. Yeah. Uh, a game came out this past week that caught my attention uh, that I haven't bought yet, but our good friend Emmett bought it and played it. I saw him playing it. Oh, wh- which one? Uh, I Am Mayo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Emmett was uh, checking out I Am Mayo. I Am Mayo. Uh, it is a game that came out on PS4 and Vita. The game only costs a dollar, no cross-buy, so you have to pay $2 if you want it on PS4 and Vita. Um yeah, this game is a game where there's a mayo jar, and you just tap it, and that's it. <laughs> you tap the mayo jar, and, the, and it says things or whatever, and after a while, you unlock new mayo jar skins. So you swap out the mayo jar, and the game has 50 trophies, <laughs> including a platinum. Dang. And all you have to do is keep tapping the mayo jar, and then you get your trophies. Every, like, so many taps is a trophy. And then once you get to like 10,000 taps, I think it's like the platinum. And people are saying it takes about 25 minutes. After 25 minutes of tapping this thing, you'll get a platinum trophy. So there you go, people. That's your that's your avatar for PlayStation. Yep. Just go get your – go get IMAO. For $2, you can get two platinums, one on PS4 and one on Vita. Um, but the problem with this game is, though, it's kind of caused some uh, – not controversy, but more kind of like – People questioning the PS4 uh, trophies in general, because yeah. because mm. Sony because Sony's never fully 100 percent said what how a game gets a platinum or not. You know, if it fully yeah, they falls. haven't. Well, I remember the most hints that we were getting about uh, this restric- uh, how this whole system works was uh, with Metal Gear Ground Zeroes. Yeah, and that so- was when we were getting like the most info about it when they were being directly like. Why does Metal Gear so, uh, Ground Zeroes have a platinum? Yeah, and their response was something like, "We didn't feel the game had enough content or enough full length or something like that to warrant a platinum or something like that." So it wasn't necessarily on Sony; it was just kind of like on Kojima and Konami. I mean, but yet we see this game, I Am Mayo, where all it is is tapping a mayo jar and it has a platinum in it. You know, but we yeah, look at other games yeah. like 
we look at other games like Ground Zero, don't have a platinum. Resident Evil Four doesn't have a platinum. Oh. That was the big one. That the, pissed us well, off. I always give that like kind of like platinum mentality. There, there's your like your Resident Evil Four platinum. I am Mayo. You can just say, you know what? That was a free platinum. That was a free platinum for doing like a hard ass platinum. Well, or hard ass under hundred percent that you think you deserve a platinum in. Like I Resident Evil Four, mm-hmm. <laughs> but. But still, you wouldn't be able to say, man, I have a platinum in Resident Evil 4. <laughs> Can't do it, man. But you so, can say you've definitely beat it a lot of times. Yeah. So, I mean, basically what this kind of shows is that Sony really is not in control of what games have platinums and what games don't. You know? <laughs> it really just comes out of the developer. The developer, I mean, well, okay, if they put out like a AAA game like Titanfall 2, like if Titanfall 2 didn't have a platinum, Sony would probably step in and say, no, you have to put a platinum in that. You know? Right. So, like, basically, unless, unless it is straight up a AAA game like Titanfall 2, you could kind of do whatever you want with the trophies. Right. Uh, because, like I said, Ground Zeroes was kind of like, whatever. Do what you want. Resident Evil 4s, do what you want. IMAO obviously does what it wants. They put 50 trophies plus a platinum for just nothing for tapping that, and Sony didn't say anything about it. Nope. You know, so, yeah. So, basically, that's the, that's the rules. Unless you're a AAA game, you can do whatever the hell you want with your trophies. Yeah, it just doesn't. It doesn't really matter. I mean, it's just so there's so much that's coming out and all that every single week. I don't think Sony really has the time to really keep in check what qualifies as platinum or not. Yeah, just just, just as long as they pop. Yeah, as long as they. Oh yeah, as long as they pop. Because uh, I'll talk about mm-hmm. it more in a minute. But like Titanfall two, uh, trophies are slightly delayed. Yeah, I, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, the, they pop, well, the, some of them are glitched, but they do pop. They do pop. They just take a little longer than you would think. Because like I do something, and I'm like, wait, did I get it? And then bing, and then I think pops like yes. Yeah, certain games. I mean, I remember all the launch PS4 games were working all just fine, but I don't know. As time has progressed, there's been certain games where just certain. Well, I can't really list them. I mean, gotten, but yeah. That, but I mean, we talked about a little this, bit more I mean, delayed than others. I mean, we talked about this. I mean, trophies are just not a priority for developers. You know, Even though they kind of should be. I mean, they're just kind of like whatever. They stick them on there because of whatever, but that's not their main focus. They're like at the bottom of their priorities. Um, so that's why. Especially with those PS2 classics, which we've talked about time and time again about your. Uh, dis- yeah. Destroy all- Wait, Destroy All Monsters thing? I can get you the title of that game. War of on. the Monsters? War of the Monsters. Oh my God. War of the Monsters. I was close. <laughs> destroy All Monsters. War of the Monsters. Yeah, that you were devastated. This is a that's Sony first-party game, <laughs> and it didn't have a platinum. I, you, you were devastated because you didn't even look online. Nope, Wait, I, well, so I forgot your answer to this, but like you said that you would have not bought it if you knew that it didn't have a platinum. I would have hesitated. Oh, you would have hesitated. Like I didn't hesitate. When I saw that was for sale, I bought it. And then as it was downloading, I said, let me go check out the trophies, and there's no platinum. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and then I'm over here playing GTA 3 out of platinum. <laughs> and the best thing about these PS2 classic games is, I mean, like, you can use cheat codes on them and they don't even restrict the platinum. That's cool. Because, like, I guess there's really no way for it to sense, I guess, that, you know, you're using yeah. cheat codes. Because, like, integral with the game. Because games that you're able to use cheat codes and not get trophies on are like new games are like integral that it senses that you're using cheat codes yeah so I mean, it's like it's like with skyrim like you can't get trophies when you have the mods on oh really i never knew that yeah you can't when you, when you load up a save file that has mods 
like the game knows the safe house mod, so it disables trophies. Can you turn it off? Yeah, you can turn the mods off. Oh, okay. But yeah, once you have mods on, you can't uh, do trophies. Or somebody yeah. put somebody put a mod on there. All trophies. I haven't seen um, anybody really play Skyrim Remastered. Shit, the first day I saw like three to five people playing on my friend's list. And it's and funny because well, funny because it just says Skyrim. Doesn't say Elder Scrolls Five. Doesn't, doesn't say Skyrim Special Edition. It just says Skyrim. That's kind of just like the original one. I thought I was going to say Elder Scrolls Five, but it just says Skyrim. It says Skyrim. But it doesn't say like Special Edition. It just says Skyrim. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. But speaking of mods, guess what? Uh, <gasps> Fallout Four is getting mods on PS4 this month. I thought I kind of talked about that already. Or I guess I, I don't know if Bethesda. I don't know if I remember talking about Bethesda's 180 on the mods thing. I mean, we talked about them saying yes, mods are coming, but I don't. Think and the 4K we, support. And the 4K support, the, 4, the pro support, uh, which pro support is not working very well in Skyrim, from what I heard. Oh. Like they said, it looks really nice, but it runs like crap. Oh, right. Which is kind of like doesn't make any sense because it's the PS4 Pro is supposed to run the game better, right? <laughs> That's the complete opposite. Oh, but I, I, I am not. I, I don't have any say in that, so yeah. I don't know. Well, you, well, you said that was from a it. report I read this morning. I didn't read all the details, but the headline was basically uh, well, Skyrim. Maybe, like, a video on it or something. Yeah, there was like a report this morning. I didn't read the whole thing, but it was basically saying like Skyrim runs at 4K on Pro, but runs like crap or something like that. Um, which is like I said, is really bad considering it's the PS4 Pro is supposed to run everything better. But it is Bethesda; they will find a way to make a game run like crap on PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. Find a way. Um, but anyway, I don't know all the details on that. I don't want to dwell on that. I want to know what I do know, and what I do know is that. Uh, Fallout 4 is getting an update this month. I think it's the 1.8, and that will add uh, mod support on PS4. So, it's, it's happening, man. <laughs> People were it wasn't going to happen, but now it's happening. It's, it's finally happening. But I don't know. In that case, well, I guess if uh, Skyrim's not running well, pro support. Is this Skyrim or Fallout 4? Uh, both Skyrim. No, Skyrim. Because well, Fallout 4 didn't get the update yet. Oh, still? Oh, jeez. Well, I think it's going to be with this mod support this week. Well, uh, hmm. well, hopefully they update it then they get the pro support working correctly then. That's just kind of ridiculous. <laughs> it's not running well. Well, let me load up the thing because I don't want people to kind of like dwell on this and I'm not, again, I'm not giving them the facts. Let me look at this real quick. That's fine. I mean, well, if it's just something you just heard, like, I mean, you could probably search up like Skyrim PS4 Pro on YouTube. Maybe somebody right. has done analysis on it. Well, well, let me just read the thing real quick. Uh, yeah, it runs at four. It says runs at native 4K on PS4 Pro and looks great. Uh, but the game, unfortunately, uh, actually runs slightly worse on PS4 Pro than standard PS4. Graphical effects uh, scenes with plenty of graphical effects tend to drop a frame rate of two to three frames. Mostly mm. is mostly able to hit 30 frames per second target, but the drop is rather unfortunate. Blah blah blah. Digital Foundry had to say this about the performance. Oh, oh, that was Digital Foundry? Yeah. Asset's okay. experience doesn't feel quite as smooth when running at 4K. The more substantial hitches when moving through detailed environments is not a deal breaker. By and large, 30 frames per second performance still is met. However, the drop in frame rate does feel like the step down from more consistent 30 frames per second presented across standard PS4 and Xbox One consoles running the game. 
That's a shame as the jump to 4K really does provide tangible upgrade and visual quality in some areas. Okay, so sorry, people. I made it sound way worse than it actually is. Um, yeah, they haven't announced this video that you can yeah. check out. So, yeah, just search it in there. So you can see for yourself. It's just, it's just I made it sound bad. It made it sound like it was running terribly, but it doesn't. It's just the frame rate's not as stable. It's not game-breaking or anything. It's just not as stable. Um, but they said it is a huge leap, though, comparing the pro version to the regular version, though, for Skyrim. Yeah, I'm taking a look at it right now. Look, this looks quite nice. Yeah, they said it looks really nice. It's just the frame rate's not quite as stable. So I'm sorry if I made that sound like it ran like crap or broken or anything. It's not that. Just like drops in frame rate compared to the standard PS4 version. So I like it. It does look pretty cool. Yeah. Exciting. Chicken. Looking quite good. Looking good. So anyway, now we get that clearer up. Let's move on. Something else. Do, do, do. Let's see, what do I want to talk about? Mm-mm-mm-mm. I have a lot of news here. I'm trying to figure out what's what. What has and hasn't been said. Um, The title for the next Tomb Raider game might have been revealed. Oh, yeah, this this little dilemma. <laughs> this little thing. This kind of, It was just funny. I love how this was reported. Basically, um, some guy was like making a PowerPoint on his laptop. Some guy just leaned over and said, what you doing? And he's like, stuff and then took a picture of his laptop and then people were like looking at it it says in the corner it's like shadow of the tomb raider <laughs> so everybody's like is that the new game no confirm no not confirmation obviously but uh it could possibly be the new title of the tomb raider um when did yeah, well, what's one big thing of note here that it's not developed by uh crystal dynamics oh it's not Apparently, that I didn't, is. I see that. that there are reports that supposedly might be uh, developed by the people who made Deus Ex. Oh well, they're they're good developers too. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, people were thinking that this might be the in between Tomb Raider game, in between another Crystal Dynamics Tomb Raider. You mean? Well, no, because well, usually when I think of that, I think of like the top down one, you know. But the problem with the, that franchise I mean, is that called... Can, that PowerPoint can't, presentation can't be for, like, Laura Croft, go to Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. Like, those, it was like, oh, Laura Croft in the Temple of Osiris and Temple oh, that, of Guardian Oh, that Light. one. I was thinking about the mobile one. No, no, no. That's, that could be entirely possible. Well, no, it wouldn't be called that, though. Like, because they want to keep the IPs set. Like, when you hear Laura Croft in the something-something, you know that's the top-down co-op game. But when you hear of the Tomb Raider, you know that's the new reboot franchise. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, the Uncharted game, well, I, this is a lame comparison probably, but, you know, the Uncharted games, you know, kept Drake in the title instead of, oh, nah, it's lame. It's a, no, it was I, think, I think they wanted different. I was talking about, like, Drake being in the title, but he's not in the title of The Thieves' End or yeah. Among Thieves. Even though when in. Drake's name is in the title, it's not referring to Nathan Drake. Yeah, ironically. No. <laughs> yeah. I think that. Oh, Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception? What's Nathan Drake going to do? He's going to betray somebody, right? And, like, <laughs> and then you play the game and it's like, no, we're talking about Nathaniel Drake. He tricked people because of something, something, you know. And then um, Drake's fortune, he, do- he doesn't get a fortune. Yeah, it's uh, Nathan Drake's, uh, whatever, Nathaniel Drake's fortune. Ancestor. Eh, ancestor, yes, his fortune. Um, so that. Um, yeah, I mean, if this is developed by somebody else that would maybe explain to like why this game would seem to be coming kind of soon i mean i yeah. know this isn't much just the logo but that's still something you know because i mean 
Well, we on well, PS4. Yeah, well, I don't know. I would think, well, aside from development on the PS4 version, I guess, and then all the extra stuff that they've supported with Tomb Raider, I'm sure development has been with the next Tomb Raider for at least a year. Well, that's what I mean, though. Like, if Rise of the Tomb Raider came out last year, because yeah. the Xbox One, the original um, initial Xbox version, that was 2015. So and then work went into the PS4 version. And then some development with the PS4 version. But, like, what, do you think Shadow Tomb Raider can be out, like, next year like a two year after rise yeah just like uh kind of how the schedule with the uncharted trilogy went yeah Uh, i mean if it is i mean if it really is another developer then yeah they totally could have been working on this probably maybe towards the end of rise you know the other another development team started working on the third game yeah so that way they can get it out within two years yeah i'm surprised you didn't catch that part there yeah i didn't catch that part so at least yeah. yeah you brought that up that's good somebody was yeah yeah, because that's what I was wondering when because I Because of the city of where it was at and everything, that it was at um, the same city where, like, Eidos is, so. Mm. Yeah, because. Yeah. Crystal Dynamics is based somewhere else, so, you know. Because yeah, that's what I was thinking when I read this. I'm like, hmm, I mean, I know it just not came out on PS4, but, like, it still seems kind of soon that they're already kind of in production of the third game. I don't know. I'm really thinking it's an in-between game, which I wouldn't mind if it's something that not as, as granular as, you know, a mainline Tomb Raider game. Um, as long yeah. as it's good, yeah. As long as it's good, I mean, Square needs those franchises, man. Yeah, they do. And who knows? I mean, maybe Crystal could be possibly working on something else, or just you know, maybe this next Tomb Raider will be the Uncharted Three of Tomb Raider. <laughs> you know, Uncharted Three. Well, Uncharted Four is my favorite one, but up until the point of before Uncharted Four came out, Uncharted Three was like favorite, it's going to be so. the the controversial one that's so divisive. Mm, maybe in a way, maybe. but certainly, hopefully, not divisive. The Uncharted Four is the best one. Yeah, but I mean, we talked about that uh, length in our podcast. Go check uh, that out. If you the game, uh, the game's legacy is still still high. Um, yeah, the, game, the game's the best in the series, like without a doubt. Um, yep. And I'm and I'm glad to say that too because it's not one of those. Oh, it's not. <laughs> but no, I, Naughty Dog put every single possible thing they could have done with what Uncharted's uh, mainline formula into Uncharted Four. Like that's. You, you can't get any better than that. So it's very rare that we get things like that, but we got Uncharted 4 and Naughty Dog's capable of it. So, you know, but, but speaking of Uncharted, speaking of, Oh, speaking of Uncharted, speaking of oh. Uncharted. Yeah. Um, a voice actor for, uh, Uncharted Nolan North recently said in a, uh, interview or whatever, the saying that, uh, he is ready to suit up for Uncharted five. If he's ever given the opportunity to do so. Huh, okay, okay. You know, admitting that this is his favorite character to work with and play, um, that he would he would easily come back for Uncharted 5. He said he would ready to go. Well, so favorite. much for Uncharted 4 being the last one. Well, I mean, this is no this is no confirmation or anything. This is just saying that the that he would be that he wouldn't be uh like declining it or anything. Because yeah, you know, we always have that like you know, the separation from actor and producer. Like it's not you know he wouldn't say no to it, at least, yeah. if that if that opportunity ever came. Or um, maybe if they somehow made a new Vita game. Starts crying. <laughs> I start crying. It's like... Eh. Or maybe when Nolan North, if you're talking about the DLC. Yeah, because we still don't know what else, what's up with that. No, we don't. We don't. Because um, that's the like, thing. Naughty Dog is not done with the Uncharted franchise just yet because everybody keeps yeah saying, we yeah people I think I don't know so I feel like some people have forgotten about that <laughs> I think a lot of people well I don't know I certainly have <laughs> okay yeah, I'll, I'm I mean, a little 
because we played Uncharted 4, we talked about it and everything, and kind of how it's that send-off as far as, like, Naughty Dog kind of, of the franchise. It's like Naughty Dog kind of saying they're done with the franchise, but they're not, though. They still have to produce the story DLC. Right. Uh, was coming whenever, you know. Um, although we might be hearing about it soon. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, as you pointed out to me off air, uh, Naughty Dog is on the list. Yes, they are on the list. It can't just be like multiplayer crap. They already get that stuff. They already get enough coverage of that stuff, like on Twitter, and they talk about it on the website. Um, no, this is. Speak- they are on that list for a reason. You speak- know it. I know it. You know it. Everyone knows it. It's it's DLC for us. Well, do they know? Because well, we didn't explain what the list even is. We're just saying the list. So ominous. Well, uh, oh, the, the, oh, the list of developers that are going to be on the PlayStation experience. Yes. I just wanted to clarify because I don't want to like, throw people off. Like, what list? What, what list? I thought you said it. You said the PlayStation experience list. I didn't say I, that. I just said, I just said. Bit about the list. All I said was Naughty Dog on the list. And you were like, yeah, yeah. on the list. Yeah. And we're like, like <laughs> what list? What list? <laughs> are they on the blacklist? Are they shutting down? Are they getting ignored? What's going well, on? I don't know. Here? Another Sony studio shutting down? I don't want to surprise uh, you. But not, not Naughty Dog, though. Oh, hell no. The Never. day Naughty Dog shuts down will be a dark day in the video game industry. Kind of like uh, LucasArts? Yeah. Well, I mean... Well, I mean, LucasArts was already, like, sinking. They were sinking. They were, they were already a mixed bag at that point. Uh, people won't give up that Star Wars 1313, man. Just get over it, man. It's going to be all right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Naughty Dog's going to be at the pleasure experience, and, yeah, it's got to be for the story DLC. Like you said, just... Would make sense for them to come on stage and be like, "Hey, look at some multiplayer maps and Christmas hats or something," you know? Mm-hmm. Ooh, Christmas hats! Yeah, Christmas hats, man. Very, very festive. <laughs> but um, definitely a, a good roster of developers. Um, mm-hmm. They're coming. It's a PlayStation experience. Um, definitely uh, seems very promising. Yep, gets me very excited. Getting closer, man. We're gonna see what, what's up with that PlayStation Experience announcements. Hopefully, some well, they got announced some more VR stuff, right? Assure people, VR content is steady and coming. Oh, from who? Oh, from Sony? From anybody? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. VR games are still coming, man. Of course. Yeah, that's another reassurance thing that we need a PlayStation Experience. That definitely more VR experiences are coming. This first wave, it can't be like the Vita. First wave, and that's it. Uh, well, at least the most you'll ever get at one period of time. Yeah. The Vita certainly got a steady stream of stuff, but the launch was where <laughs> it's like the fireworks going all off at once. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of VR, we had a disappointing development on one upcoming game that was supposed to support VR. Not Robinson the Journey. Oh, wait. No. A game that was supposed to have VR. Yeah. Um, the developers of Gran Turismo Sport, yeah, have uh, clarified saying that the that the VR is not the whole game. Uh, so like, kind of like what Drive Club did, where like it's the whole game, but you play in VR, right? Playing all the races of VR. No, um, it's VR, like Drive Club. Yeah, it's not like Drive Club. Uh, Gran Turismo Sport is only a certain mode that will allow you to experience a VR. That's a little bit of a bummer. I mean, did they say in the beginning that the whole game, no, not the whole game is VR, but it just has VR support? So, I don't know. I guess maybe this isn't too much of a surprise, but yeah. that's a little disappointing. It says here, 
what you'll what will be in the game will be a uh, VR tour mode that's included the game showcase VR effects. They say one thing we discovered when developing doing the VR to do the whole game in playable VR is going to be a strain on the players. Um, I, a strain? A strain on the players? Like I don't this no like I I I, don't, I think they just kind of sat there started developing and just said no like they just got kind of tired of it because I mean that should be up to the players whether they kind of because it, it varies from person to person. You know, that's right. How, so, how long case, you can play case by VR. case? Yeah, case by case. So, you know, I, I don't think that's a good enough excuse to kind of say, "Well, oh, we think that's you know this might make players sick or it might put a strain on them." Because, like, no, like it varies from person to person. Yeah. And you have to build up a tolerance for it. Like when you first put on VR, some people might get a little you know dizzy putting it on, but like if you play it for a while, you get used to it. You know, mm. because I remember I saw like in one article, some guy put in the comments said the same thing. Like when the first Doom came out on PC, like yeah, it was really weird for people at the time. They kind of like freely move in 3D like that mm-hmm. in first person. Like you had to get used to it, and now that's the freaking standard of video games now. You know, yeah. You know, we just kind of got used to that, and then same thing with VR. You know, same thing with VR. So it's really disappointing to see. I was really excited for this. You know, oh yeah, to play Grand Theft Auto in VR. And now it kind of sucks because we talked about this. Like that should be a standard for racing games going forward is to have VR support. And right now the only one we have is Drive Club, and that's getting kind of eh reviews from people. Yeah, Drive Club VR haven't been hearing the best of things though. Um, here it's supposed to run better though with VR. Well, I'm not VR with uh, the VR and Drive Club VR is supposed to run better with the Pro. Um. I can confirm that. I can confirm. I can't confirm that. Oh, you you can't confirm because I don't have Drive Club VR. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. And then, um, yeah. And then, uh, what was the other one? I didn't go into details, but then like EA renew a thing for uh, a new Need for Speed game. Yeah. This week too, because um, that's another one too. Like I said, I think driving games should have VR support. So hopefully, this new Need for Speed has VR support hope so uh but of course need for speed needs way more things than uh vr right now (laughs) needs to rebound after that uh reboot fail thing they did uh so we'll see but yeah that that's just this point of the whole um thing all right um see what else we got other disappointing news (laughs) oh I mean, this is not, it's ex- its not anything unexpected or expected, but basically, I didn't even see this. They had to, like, uh, I didn't see this when it initially came up. I just saw their response to it. Um, Double Fine posted a image of the, like, uh, Chrome Skull thing for Brutal Legend on their Twitter. Oh, jeez. And underneath it, it said, uh, Ormagodden lives or whatever. <laughs> and they, like, what happened was, that was actually some fan art or something, and then... Uh, Double Fine retweeted it, but people just saw it as Double Fine tweeting it, and they thought that was like some kind of like tease of a sequel to Brutal Legend. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Double Fine had to like clarify, saying, "No, there is no uh, sequel to Brutal Legend in development. Um, this was just us, you know, retweeting some fan art. Uh, right now, all of our focus is on Psychonauts two. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I didn't see the initial like." thing about this so i didn't like have any hype for me to kind of like for a minute think that like Brutal Legend 2 was happening uh-huh. i just saw this article saying that it's not happening which is something i knew for a while <laughs> that Brutal Legend 2 wasn't happening 
Yeah. Um, I mean, because it sucks. We like we like Brutal Legend. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. I remember playing Brutal Legend at launch. That was a fantastic game. I wish. I think I only had that one on rental back in the day, so I didn't get to do any of the side shit. I remember like plowing through it. But gosh, I missed so much. Like I, wa- I had to like watch YouTube videos about like I'm like, oh, there was all this cool shit. Yeah, it's such a fun game. Um, you know, it's like I just love the world. The world's so unique. That just heavy metal world, and then just the amazing soundtrack that goes with mm-hmm. it, and just just how everything is there. It's it's really cool. I would like to see more of that expanded, especially with next gen hardware. But it's just not going to happen. <laughs> no, no, no. And plus. Um, Double Fine really does have no business uh, uh, making uh, AAA uh, retail games anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, Double Fine's not in the same it, spot they were. No, definitely not. I mean, uh, they, would, they would need to seek some funding for that. Oh, boy. Because when you, when you have a company that asks for funding for every single one of their projects, it's just... Uh, I mean, you're just... Double Fine. You've been games for over 20 years, and you're at the point where you have to ask for fundraising every time? Every single game? Now, maybe Harmonix was a little guilty of this too, but I but, mean, it's not like they were asking for funding for new rock band instruments. They were able to find someone to do that, and um, well, the Amplitude ask, one was successful, and that yeah. one was needed. The Amplitude one was needed since that was basically a side project. Yeah. Um, but the uh, what was it? The rock band PC one was yeah. a little ridiculous. But uh, for Double Fine here, hmm, hmm. they have yeah. to sign that their products are not making any money. Yeah. I mean, we've already kind of gone on a double fine rant. Oh yeah, episodes. we already have. It's basically um, set. Um, but yeah, but I mean, right? Yeah, they said their whole focus on Psychonauts two, and like I said, they expect to release date for Psychonauts two up to like twenty eighteen. Um, <laughs> it's a ways off. But this did remind me of something. So what's up with that Psychonauts VR game? Hell, what's up with Psychonauts two? Well, the thing about the Psychonauts VR game is that that was actually said to come out this year. What about? Gosh. The title of the game lost me. That was announced like last PlayStation Experience or E3, the remaster of uh, not Day of the Tentacle. Oh, the motorcycle one. Yeah, the motorcycle one. I was talking about. I, I can't remember the title now. Uh, that one was one with Lucas Arts, right? Yeah. That oh, jeez, I don't even want to. Just <laughs> no. The name escapes the name us. But, um, yeah, that's been a while, too. I mean, same thing Day of the Tentacle. Like, we, we heard about that game, and it was, like, what, a year later? And they finally kind of said, oh, it's coming out, like, next month, you know? Maybe it might be a PlayStation Plus game. Day of the Tentacle will be a PlayStation Plus game eventually, because all the other ones have been. Yep. Broken Age was a free game. Um, Grim Fandango was a free game. Uh, oh, Full Throttle. Full Throttle, there you go. Um, yeah, that was really interested in actually. I really want to like. I mean, Day of the Tentacle is like, eh, but Full Throttle I actually want to play. It'll come eventually. I'm saying thing with that Psychonauts VR game. I don't think it's. I haven't heard oh, anything it's about still 2017 it. for it. Which one? Uh, Full Throttle. Yeah. 2017 um, for Full Throttle. Yeah. So that yeah, I think a Psychonauts game probably won't be out. Like I said, unless they like say, hey, you know, just kind of be like a little update, like, hey, it's coming next month, you know. I don't know what's up with that Psychonauts VR game. But we'll see. Yeah, and I need to get back to Grand Fandango Remastered. Yeah. It's a good game. I just kind of figure out how to do certain things. Yeah, it's an old... It's a very obtuse old game. Yeah, I gotta get used to that. But its story is very good, and 
very it's a very creative game. Mm-hmm. Um, I like its aesthetic and the its remastered graphics and the. Yep. Oh, and I, and I can totally imagine how this game was very, like, kind of um, revolutionary for its time. It did bring a lot mm-hmm. to other games. I mean, putting kind of putting myself like in that time period because uh, definitely paved the way for like how those like our recent Telltale games are made. Life is Strange and all that. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, yeah. Lucas Arts in their heyday, man. Yeah, I know. Gosh, but uh, yeah, Grand Fandango is a good game. Anyway, ooh, let's talk about a game we've talked about in great detail. <laughs> and now it's finally getting updated or talked about. Oh. Um, we finally know what the hell is up, sort of, with Drawn to Death. Yeah, Drawn to Death. Yeah, their whole plan. Their plan. Their plan. Uh, we always talked about Drawn to Death so much on this show, just trying to figure out what the hell's going on with this game. Well, they've yeah, if only Emmett was dropped in for this specific section because he actually played Drawn to Death too. I played it too. Yeah, that open beta thing of what's it, whatever. Um, yeah, Drawn to Death will no longer be free to play, and it will be available as a launch package. There you go. Free to play, and we'll be opting for more traditional pricing model. Uh, explaining that available in a he says drawn death has been available in a quinza beta phase that we call limited access that's what i'm in apparently i'm in a quinza beta quinza beta even though you can earn trophies and pay for stuff in it oh it says for limited access fans we want to take this opportunity to confirm that we won't be making any changes to the moment-to-moment gameplay drawn to the stills the skill-based hardcore shooter brawler hybrid is always meant to be um and then they kind of go on and talk about some more modes and stuff they're going to be adding. Uh, they still did not provide a release date or a price point for Drawn to Death. Well, no date yet. So, yeah, like, it, like I said, we talked about this a lot on the show. Basically, uh, basically there there was like a big announcement for it at the PlayStation Experience the first year. Um, it went dark. Then they talked about it a little bit more. They did some betas. Then they did this like limited access thing where they were like, "Here, here's a code. You get the, you can play the game now." And I got it, played it, earned some trophies in it. Uh, there was no updates to it since then because uh, some of the stuff was still locked out, and there was no update on it. We kind of heard nothing about this game for the longest time. No idea when it was going to go to like full open, free to play. But now we got it. It's not going to be free to play. You can pay for it, and whatever. So yep. We know a little bit more, but we still don't know everything with Drawn to Death. Not all the details yet, but hopefully it will emerge. Who knows? Maybe a PlayStation experience. You never know. I don't know. I mean, it's probably just going to go the way of uh, the Tomorrow Children. Oh, well, hopefully it's a little bit more successful than that. Tomorrow Children didn't turn out well. Yeah, because I mean, cause it, it is following a similar path to Tomorrow Children, where Tomorrow Children was a game. They announced it. They kind of did a thing for it. It went dark for the longest time. Then they said, hey, it's free to play. But we're doing a $20 launch window thing where you pay for like a whole month. You're basically paying $20 for it, but you get all this like, you know, micro uh, transaction kind of stuff, in-game currency and all that. Uh, and then you can invite some friends. But then this past week or month or so, they finally put out the full free-to-play version, you know, for everyone. And it's just kind of like, whatever, you know. So, uh-huh. very similar path. <laughs> Don't tell this following... Uh, whether or not it'll be successful, we'll just have to wait and see. Wait and see. Very uh, weak approach for it. So hopefully, fingers crossed. You know, because we root for David Jaffe to have another 
round of success. <laughs> to have a success. To have, uh, yeah, a success. Well, I mean, I just say another round because, you know, God of War. Yeah, but when did God of War come out? Like, Because he only was the game director of the first one. He's, he created yeah. the franchise and he's game director of the first one, but he left after the first one. He's like, you know what? This ain't, this ain't gonna fly. I mean, Warhawk was this, successful, this game, right? This game, this game, uh, people, critics are probably calling, like, oh, potential franchise? Yeah, forget it. <laughs> it's like, no, I was far away from it, man. Yeah. But, anyway. Let's see what else we got. Speaking of betas, um,. Ubisoft said that they have multiple betas planned for their upcoming game, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Yes. This is one that's going to need definitely some multiple betas. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the Division. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I am, even despite Division, you know, and its aftermath, but I'm still excited for Ghost Recon Wildlands. And do we are going to play that beta. Yeah. Uh, they said they plan to have both closed closed and open betas sometime uh, before the game comes out and uh, March, in, right? Yeah, it comes out March 7th, so between... Soon? Huh? It's soon? Yeah, it's soon, so yeah, they gotta get some betas rolling soon if they want <laughs> to, you know, some significant... Look, I just don't want the Call of Duty situation where it's like, super close. Yeah, it's where it's like, there's no way in hell this beta is actually gonna affect the final game. Well, what, what has been like the closest beta to like release ever? Not Evolve. Evolve was pretty close, far out. Um, what, what was one game that like was like just that's a, that's a demo? Yeah, I think Call of Duty. Like you said, that was like what less than a month. Yeah, less than a month, maybe two or three weeks. Oh yeah, three weeks. But I was like, is this real? Well, this basically it'll be shipped for like day one patches. Yeah, uh, I think Battlefield. One of the Battlefields was like a few weeks before the game came out. Was that Hardline? No, Hardline had a beta like. Long before the game was before delayed, the, yeah, game before the day was delayed, because we were supposed to yeah, come on like, uh, 2014. Yeah, because it was, it was that day at E3. They're like, "Here, play the beta today." You know, and we're gonna delay it to 2015. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. But um, yeah. Oh, but, I can't recall too many betas that were maybe too. Oh, but going back to Ghost Recon. Yeah. Very excited. I want. I want to play it with you. We're gonna fight the friction together. Okay. <laughs> Fight the friction. <laughs> Maybe you'll have another demo PlayStation experience? But no, wait a minute. This isn't like Ghost Recon kind of like tied with Xbox. I mean, Ghost Recon's part of the Tom Clancy franchise. And Tom so, Clancy is like exclusively tied with like Xbox, Xbox. as far as like marketing. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it's like, what does that even mean, Tom Clancy, anymore? Like. Okay. Oh. Oh, the name? Well, ever since Player Cell has been kind of, not dead, but kind of stagnant. I'm, well, Ooh. I don't... Well, poor choice of words. <laughs> oh, jeez. Apologies uh, to, to the man. Respects to him. Um, I, no, that's, no, uh, I don't mean that way. I just mean, like, as a gaming franchise. Like, what does the name kind of mean yeah. anymore? Oh, wait. Sid Meier is still... Yeah, no. Sid Meier is still in there. But I mean, like, Tom Clancy's The Division. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Tom Clancy's In War. Like, what is that, like, even supposed to mean? Like, because I think Splinter Cell, like, it started with Splinter Cell, like, Tom Clancy's Splinter because it wasn't, like, based off a book. One of Tom Clancy's books. I think Splinter Cell. Yeah. Something like that. And then, like, I don't know where the rest of this comes from. Like, what 
ties of the division have to Tom Clancy or like his books or anything, you know? <laughs> I don't know. What do, you, what do you think? Like with Sid Meier's Civilization, even though Sid Meier is a, a game designer. Yeah, but Tom Clancy's not a game designer. He didn't make the division. He made the stories. He made the story of the division. Uh, he was dead by then. Well, I mean, like maybe he wrote like a short, did he write like a short novel or something called The Division or something inspired this game? Like, I'm just trying to figure out like how these games like still fit in that. Like, do they fit in all one world? Or are they based off his books? Like, I don't know the whole background context to that, so I just don't know where this whole like Tom Clancy thing comes from. The Division. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. And what was the epidemic that was like in the division that was like a big deal? Yeah, that, that's what it is. Yeah, because I th- I thought it was like a po- I thought it was like bombs going off. No, it was a virus because it was like spread through money. Spread through money. Like like this virus was like on the money, and then like when people would hand it, you know, from hand to hand, it would just spread. Oh man, that would be quite a way to spread a disease by putting in money. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. They're gonna say, yeah, Division's gonna be a movie <laughs> eventually. Yeah, with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Jessica Chastain. Yep. That's that would be a good movie. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal. I'll watch him in anything. I don't know. His last Ubisoft movie wasn't all that successful. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I mean, I want to I want to see that uh, movie, uh, Nocturnal Animals, and then the moment of him in space with uh, Life. with uh, um, God, what's her name? From Mission Impossible. Deadpool. <sighs> oh yeah, yeah, and Deadpool. And Deadpool. The movie doesn't look very good though. I wonder how that movie's going to compete with God Particle because God Particle has a similar. Um, Not really. Well, it has a similar plot. Is I mean we haven't seen anything from God Particle yet, so I can't directly compare just from what I hear of what the gut part of the plot to God Particle is about astronauts on a spaceship and then like something happens or whatever. Oh, that's a million. That's like a million different. Of them. But I mean, as far as like marketing, how they're going to market this to people and be like, these are different movies. Well, God Particle has the advantage because it's going to have the word Cloverfield in the title. Yeah, well, I mean, God Particle. That's not what the movie's going to be called. We will to go see this week. God Particle. That doesn't work. Well, no, it's going to be renamed to like. Cloverfield or something. That's awesome because yeah, um, Saint Cloverfield Lane was so great and uh, yeah, excited for this. One. That trailer is going to drop it, and they're going to do like because they're trying to do like the Cloverfield thing where they're going to wait till like a month or two before the movie comes out before they even drop. The well, I would have thought I would have thought maybe we would have had a trailer with along with Arrival. That's what I thought too, but when I looked online this morning, and there was no like nope. thing for it, so I was like, oh, I guess the trailer wasn't on Arrival because they're both Paramount. Yeah, and what Paramount movie's coming next? It was Jack Reacher, and then this one. I was like, "What? When's the trailer going to come out for this?" Yeah, the movie comes out in March, February, the very oh, end of the very, the very end of February, though. <laughs> Give me a trailer. Well, that's there what I mean. Though sooner for Ten Cloverfield Lane than this. No, they they put out the trailer in January, and the movie came out in March. All right, well, uh, well, that's the thing we're anticipating it now. That's the problem. Not that. Like, with Cloverfield Lane, there was no anticipation. It was just like, here you go, you know? This you movie go. comes out two months. God Particle, we know. Like, we've heard about God Particle, like, a year ago. And then it wasn't until, like, this past month he confirmed that it is a Cloverfield movie. So now we're anticipating it. So it's just kind of like... excited. And Daniel Brühl's in this one. Yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah. He's a really good actor. <laughs> yep. But anyway... Just excited to see this uh, anthology Cloverfield business continuing man 
But anyway, um, I wonder. Do you think Jake Gyllenhaal knows that the division is also a Ubisoft game, and his last movie was a Ubisoft game? And I just kind of like. I mean, I sure hope so. I mean, well, Michael Fassbender didn't know really anything much of the Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, but like, I wonder if he knows because I mean, he has to know it's based on a video game, right? So it has to be some kind of hesitation. Like, hmm, last time I was in a video game movie, it didn't go well at all. And Dude, then, I'm, just sure, I'm sure he knows. He's a smart guy. He knows. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. He knows that it's both a video game movie. He's going from one video game into another. But does he know it's also from the same thing that we saw? So <laughs> oh, it's kind of like that extra that extra connective tissue of like, uh, oh, should I do this? Should I do this? <laughs> well, I don't know. Wait, these have actors, but there's no director tied to this yet? Nope. No director, no writer. They have the actors, but no writer, no director. That's a little well, it, well, well, they're also producing the movie, too. That's why. Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal's a producer. Um, yeah, he's producing the movie too. Like usually, when you get a producer on, like an actor, or producer, or whatever, you can get them on before the movie director because you know get the star power locked in. So it's good when you shop it around to people though too. Like, hey, look, you want to direct this movie? You want to distribute this movie? It's the division. And it's based on the game. Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. Make it. You know. Well, just get uh, then uh, Dennis Villeneuve to do it then because uh, oh, he's shit. worked Jake Gyllenhaal in the past. That means it'll be. That means it'll be guaranteed a good movie. I, yeah. You you'd hope. <laughs> Doesn't no, matter the video right? game because for, the video game curse. The video game franchise is cursed because if you even if you get talented directors, filmmakers, and directors, apparently it doesn't work. It's like, it's like literally a curse that like embodies them, like goes into their body, and possesses them, and forces them to make a bad movie. Because like even the even the direction's not good, even if they made good movies in the past. <laughs> I.e. Yeah, Warcraft. Duncan Jones. Duncan Jones, man. Like, what happened, man? Like I said, the curse. Because even his direction was awful on it, too. Like I said, the curse, <laughs> so man. Fun. The curse, in, the, the curse possessed his body and forced him to make a bad movie. Because that's just how it works with video game movies. And, um... Assassin's Creed. Oh, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I... Oh, oh, please. <laughs> please make a good movie. I gave a real. I gave a really real. I'm, I'm trying to be more conservative than my Rotten Tomatoes now. Like I'm predicting at least a 60, 60 to sixty-five on it. Like that would please, st- at least that. Yeah, that would still be a huge accomplishment for a video game movie if it's even a sixty. You know, if it's I'm even really, positive. I'm, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, do we have any positive ones? No, not really. Ones that are not like animated or like and not really theatrically. Yeah, like, I'm not talking about like the Final Fantasy CG movie. Oh shit, that last one got like under a ten percent, so it don't matter. <laughs> so it's like, well, I'm not actually joking. Like, I think like Dennis Villeneuve should make uh, the Division movie. Oh, yeah, I think that would help his realm. But yeah. he is busy though with Blade Runner, and then he's adapting like some novel the next year, so he has his plate full. Unless they want this Division movie like Blade or later. <laughs> His buddy Jake Gyllenhaal is going to walk out of his office and be like, yo, man, I got something for you. I got something for you? He's like, what do you got this time? <laughs> or with his accent. What do you like, don't, even, like, don't even tell him it's based on a video game. Just like pitch it without like saying that's based on a video game and just see if he's like interested in just the idea of it without knowing that's a video well, game. Well, he, like, he likes having the – what he likes is having the really dark and complex story. So he would like the division. He would like yeah. the concept. He's like, hmm, okay. Hmm. I, I, I can play with the audience's head a little bit with this. Yeah, because yeah. all these movies have like the twists and turns. If you watch Sicario and Prisoners, yeah. and, like, you know, is there rival, s- is there snow? Seven. Is there snow and drizzly? And uh, is there s- snow and or uh, kind of like darkish lighting? And Jacob will be like, yes, yes. <laughs> the vision is full of that shit. 
Mm-hmm. And, and can you, like, and there's also opportunities for you to go a little crazy. Because <laughs> yeah. during Prisoner to Sea, he also did get a little crazy and an enemy. So as long as he gets to do both of those things, go a little crazy. But yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know Jake Gyllenhaal loves going crazy. <laughs> yeah. Can't win the lottery if you don't buy it. Well, how's that go? But, uh, you can't he, win the lottery he, if you don't have the money to buy a ticket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie. That's yeah, such a good movie. Yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, Danny, uh, Danny Gilroy, you can maybe make this movie. I don't know. He hasn't made anything since. It's been a little while since that movie came out. But I don't know. A, a line of directors can make this freaking division movie. Yeah, I can't really think of any others. I don't know. The guy who directed the division short film. Again, promotion. Yeah. Or, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's not out of the realm of possibilities. Or um, uh, Chris McQueen or whatever, whoever directed Mission Impossible. Oh, but Steve. he's I'll make, he's making he's making the next one. So he's yeah. busy with that. Because yeah. I would imagine that the Division movie would be very, of course, action-y. It's not, I don't, I don't really see it as like, kind of like a more toned down, like slower paced movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't imagine it had a lot of characterization, but I don't know. Just seeing how the game is, I would see that it's very actiony. But it's it's difficult to tell how that movie would go down because it's not necessarily well. It's story. It's a story. I just hope the franchise is relevant when this movie <laughs> comes out. Because Ubisoft got a little ahead of themselves. We're yeah. like, oh, we're gonna everything. Yeah. Same thing uh, with Watch Dogs, right? Like, where's the Watch Dogs movie? Yeah, that Watch Dogs movie. So, uh, whenever, whatever. Mm. But, anyway, we're just after the one hour mark. One hour, oh, just... one hour nine minutes, but I have one more topic I want to go over real quick before we... Hopefully um, there was nothing else looming. Nothing else I really No, feel. I mean, that was just some things, and I have a lot of news items that are on here, but a lot of it was either uh, covered by you last week, or just yep. doesn't seem I... relevant or important anymore. They kind of go over... Well, you can read off like small ones. Promise, won't say anything unless it's like totally, totally something like. <gasps> no, it's just nothing really. I mean, uh, PlayStation View is losing all Viacom channels, which is, which sucks. Viacom channels include like Nickelodeon, MTV, VH1, Comedy Central. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, these are channels I personally don't watch much. So, I mean, fine with me. Out of those, the most I watch is Comedy Central, and it's mostly for like South Park. Um, but like you said, we talked about software a little bit. Like, yeah, I mean, you can get it through Hulu, like South Park and new episodes and stuff. But the problem with this, if you're like one of those people that are trying to cut the cord and like, no, I don't want cable. I just want one digital service. The problem is now. For everything. Yeah, for everything. But you can't do that now. Now you need a subscription to view and you need a subscription now to Hulu to kind of get that, you know, miss those channels you're missing now. Mm. So that, that sucks. Um, there's that. That's not important. You talked about that already. Uh, PSN's got a toolbar now for your internet browser. Huh. No, you don't want to show me this. <laughs> the uh, wait, wait, which one are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, PSN, <laughs> it's PSN toolbar, so you can access your friends' list of messages through your PC. Took how many years? You were able to do this for the longest. Of, I think since like day one, Xbox Live. Well, no, not really. Must have been like year two. This we were able to do this for long time yeah i mean it's something i never thought of needing at all like i just I got my well for app. me yeah when i get inquiries about the show or anything like yeah. that i get the answer from my computer well even though i had to check for questions this week on my phone but uh 
No, I've yeah, it's, it's, it's something like that. Yeah, it's been needed. Something like you can type on your keyboard on your laptop and send away. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah, that that should have been implemented a long time ago, but it's here. So it's it? here. Not much to say. That's cool. Um, let's see. We got some. Updates. Uh, Destroy All Humans is officially out on PS as a PS2 classic on PS4. Yeah, I think we all maybe I'd get an annoying call if we talked about it off air, Matt. But yeah, Destroy All Humans is out now. After it was like there, but it was gone. Yeah, it, it got released kind of early and they took it down. Uh, it is priced at twenty dollars, <laughs> which is really weird. Yeah, no, guys, wait, wait, fifty percent on that one. Uh, there is a platinum trophy though. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you hope so. <laughs> there better be. For like that's the evil four, right? A little caution there, just in mm-hmm. case it doesn't. Uh, so that's there. Uh, Red Faction Two has actually been rated for PS4, so Red Faction Two should be coming soon to uh, PS4. Red Faction Two and Red, Red Faction. Faction 2? Uh, oh, not. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah, Red Faction Two has been rated for PS4. Red Faction One, I think, is currently available. Um, that game was basically Dig Dug in first person. <laughs> Because you like underground, you have that hammer that can break through like anything, so you can just like sit there and build tunnels. Was it any good? I mean, it's kind of more of a cult classic type thing, you know. So it's like the pre Red Faction Gorilla. Yeah, Red Faction Gorilla was like a full like, kind of like, reboot of that franchise. Because like the original games on PS2 were like first person, and they had like guns and stuff, and you had the hammer you can break through things, or whatever. And then they did the reboot. Gorilla, which people liked. People like Gorilla. Uh, I guess it was a new kind of direction for the game. It was fully destructible. It's fun. But then they rushed out Armageddon or whatever the other follow-up it was, was called. Yeah, it, it was a commercial failure. And that kind of killed the franchise. <laughs> yeah, actually, Gorilla is like, yeah, people look back on that one and they really like that one a lot. Yeah, just Armageddon. They just rushed Armageddon out and just killed the franchise. Um, Destroyer Humans 2 has actually been rated for PS4. Um... And Red Faction 1. So, Red Faction 2. I'm a little confused now. Okay, yeah. Oh, so you're saying Destroy All Humans 2. Okay, Destroy All Humans 1 is currently available for PS4. Red Faction 1 and 2 have been rated for PS4, so they're not out yet. Same thing with Destroy All Humans 2. Destroy All Humans 2 has been rated uh, for PS4, but it's not out yet. So, uh, the sequel is coming, too. The PS4. Okay. No one's going to touch that third game. <laughs> no. Oh, no one likes the third game. It was rushed and it was Xbox 360 exclusive and weird. Because um, we already talked about uh, Destroying Humans a little bit. It's a fun, cool little cult franchise. Never kind of went further. Yeah. I would like to see more of it. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I said for kind of little news items. Um, like I said, I don't want to make it a super long episode, but I do kind of want to cover something. The big thing this week I need to cover. Oh, what's the big thing? Big thing this week. The PS4 Pro was released this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was released on Thursday. Uh, my game stuff actually did um, late night launch the Wednesday night because that was also when Design 2 was coming out. So, I already talked about my VR launch, how, what I said, uh, two people Four. showed up? Four. No. Oh, yeah. Two. I think two people showed up for the VR, and that includes Oh, excuse me, me going uh, 100% more than what you said. 100% more, yeah. 
Uh, two people showed up, and that includes me. So only one other person in addition to me showed up to get the VR at uh, midnight or whatever. Um, so for PS4 Pro, five people were there. Four of them were to get a PS4 Pro, and one was for Dishonored 2. Oh. So, yeah. So I got my PS4 Pro, brought it home, set it up. Uh, PS4 Pro, it's really... I took out of the box, I was like, this thing's really heavy. It feels pretty heavy compared to the... Uh, PS4. It feels bigger, but it's not. I think it's still about kind of the same size, maybe a little wider. Oh, it does seem like a pretty heavy device. It is a heavy device. It's a heavy device. Put it on. Put it on my shelf. It looks nice sitting there. Um, they did redesign some things since there's no light on the top. It's on the front. Do you like that? I don't know. It's kind of weird. You have this huge kind of like light just kind of like shining across the front of your system. Like, Especially when it's dark in your room. Well, it's in the living room. My PS4 Pro. Um, yeah, but just like dark in general, just in a room. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just, I mean, you only really notice when it's starting, when it's turning on and when it's going into rest mode, when it's kind of like on. It's kind of like, you don't really see the light. Yeah, it was easy to facilitate that because you just put stuff on top of your PS4 if you're not like on an entertainment center thing, but this is in front. So like... Light's shining what? right at you. Yeah, it's shining right at me. But you don't really, like I said, I don't think it's, I don't notice it when the PlayStation's on. I think it's kind of like low when, the, when that PlayStation's actually on. But it only gets like really bright when you're turning it on and turning it off. You know? Um, also, like the power and eject's really weird because it's like this one big kind of like, it feels like one big button across of it. But only like the far left presses because that's where the power is and the far right where the eject's at. Yeah. So the button placements are kind of weird. Uh, but it's but it's still got two USBs on the front, kind of close together, and it's got a USB on the back. So you got three USBs. Oh. Uh, the one in the back is you can plug anything to the one in the back, but that but what it's for is for when you do VR. So you can plug your processor box to that. Yeah. In the back, um, the optical out cables back. So everybody who freaked out when it wasn't on the slim, mm-hmm. it's there. Um, I don't use it personally, but a lot of people do for headphones. So that's there. Um, it, 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 it seems pretty quiet. I haven't heard any. Haven't heard any loud loading or anything from it. It, so, it doesn't get loud. I don't think so. It sounds pretty quiet. I haven't noticed anything. Any kind of noise Ooh. from it. So that's good. Still gets warm though. Mostly in the back. Ooh. Um, I don't know. Sometimes the PS4 goes like a jet engine. Yeah, it's not loud. It's just it's still warm, but it's not loud at least. Um. To for physical things, um, so I do not have a 4K TV, not yet. So I hooked this up to my regular HD 1080p TV. Um, I, well, granted, here's the thing: I've only played three games on it. One and uh, one is Titanfall 2, which does have pro support. Um, right out of the box. Right out of the box. I don't know if it looks better or not. <laughs> Oh, like it's not it's not like if it does look better, it's not drastic because I did play I did play Timefall 2 a little in my room on my regular PS4 hooked up to a 1080p TV and Timefall looks too looks good. But I just I don't know. I don't know if like it feels better, like it feels smoother and some of like the face animations look better. But I don't know if it really is better because of the pro or it's just my mind kind of telling myself, you know, like a placebo effect. Like, yeah, it's better because it's the pro, you know. Oh, if only you were out of context, you didn't know which one you were playing. 
yeah, I know, right? Like, got to do that. Like, which what PlayStation do you? Th- which one looks better? And you kind of like find mm-hmm. out console A was the pro. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but Titanfall Two is so good. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, this is one that I really do want to play. Like, just as a game, it's just so good. Um, yeah, I'm actually kind of disappointed that there's only three multiplayer trophies because I actually really like the multiplayer. And what, what? And since I already got all the multiplayer trophies, it kind of makes me feel like I want to play because it it's fun, but I don't have any real like. Incentive, incentive. Cause there's, cause there's no well, I mean, that's how I felt with like old Call of Duty games, like of like, oh, there's no find the full dedicated set production of trophies for the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. That would have uh, been nice. Yeah, so it's really just something. I mean, it runs really, uh, like I said, I like I said, I think it, I like I said, I think it looks better, but I'm not like I said, if it is, it's not drastically better, you know. Like, I'm not, like, instantly, like, yes, this looks so much better. If it does look better, it's because it's just something small. Like, I do think, like, facial expressions look better and just kind of the movement, but I don't, I'm not 100% if that's there. Um, other games that... Isn't, um, did you play Battlefield 1? I have not played Battlefield 1 yet. Oh, jeez. Because I know Battlefield 1 has pro sport, and I don't see how much good that game could look. Oh, man. Battlefield 1. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, no, the only game I played on it was... Uh, I played that. I played Rock Band 4, even though there is no pro support for Rock Band 4. Um, Your song's a little faster. Nah, no. Um, <laughs> no, like, it doesn't, like, because that's what some people were wondering. Like, let's say if a game doesn't have pro support, could it still possibly get a benefit from the pro, you know? No, it would have to be optimized. That's what I'm saying, though. Rock Band 4 gets no advantage running on a pro. Like, it still runs exactly like it would on a... Yeah, it's a little hard yes, to tell with that because, like, people like, um, with like, okay, going to the like new newer phones, like, oh, well, older load apps load faster on it. Like, no, it kind of needs to be optimized for the phone first, and then yeah, so, like updates come out for it. So it's kind of the same deal here. Yeah. Well, I don't know. This might be just more luck than just the pro itself. But like, I know when I was in the Rock Band Four like music store, it didn't boot me out because like most of the time, if I'm in that thing for more than like a minute, it boots me out. Hmm. Saying, like, you've disconnected from the Rock Band store. But, like, I actually stayed on it. I didn't boot out. So, I'm like, mm, I don't know if it's got the luck or what. Um, but, yeah. So, basically, I think Titanfall 2 looks better. But not dramatically better. But I think it does look better. Uh, it does not opt- It does not make games that aren't optimized better. Because Rock Band 4 is still the same. Um, I also tried VR on uh, PS4 Pro. What you I still need a processor box with it? Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah. then why is it larger? Uh, for I don't know. <laughs> for something I don't know. It's it's, hmm. it's it, it, yeah, it's this extra large console. It's supposed to be more powerful. Why, why, why is you it still, bigger? That's what I'm not understanding. It's, like why? It's bigger, but it doesn't have a 4K Blu-ray drive or a processor for VR, and yet it's bigger. I don't know why. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can't, like, have a system that has no processor box because, like, oh, the processor box has already been shipped with all the VR units. Not like, oh, you have a useless processor box for nothing. Yeah, Unless you, you have a oh. Yeah, so, still need the processor box. But, playing VR on it, it's, he, well, here's the thing. So, like, Russia Blood, I read, is supposed to have pro support, but there was no update for it, so I don't know if it was just already in the game. Russia Blood had pro support. <laughs> yeah, I read that somewhere. It did. Like, it was supposed to be on the list for pro support games, but, like, the game's still at 1.00 version, and there's no update for it, so I don't know if the pro support was just already on it. 
or what? I, I don't know. Because I, I played Rush of Blood with the VR. It, like I don't like I said, I don't know if it's just another placebo effect or what, but like I it just feels better. It feels smoother. Smoother. Like, something feels better about it. I just it's just hard to describe, you know? Okay. Because I played Rush of Blood a lot. So like playing it on on Pro, like I said, I don't know if it was just like I said, a placebo effect where my mind's telling me like, oh, it is better because it's pro, you know? Because like graphically I didn't notice like it being all that more like i feel like maybe there's like a little more detail in the guns or maybe some better lighting at points uh but it just felt like a smoother experience playing it i don't know it's hard to, it's hard to describe like it felt better but i just can't necessarily say why <laughs> other than hey it's running on a place ps4 pro yeah um but playstation vr worlds did have an update that straight up said pro support so and i played a little bit of vr worlds and the menu does look more crisp graphically, like the like the opening thing. Like the image is sharper. Yeah, the image is sharper. Yeah, on the uh, playing with the PS4 Pro on VR. On VR, yeah. So on that, so I did notice it on there, and like I said, Rush Blood felt better, but I just don't like I said I don't know. I don't know if it has Pro support in it or it has to be updated. I don't know, but for some reason it was. Um, cause that's the thing about VR, like. If you don't ha- like, because VR it doesn't matter if you have a 4K TV or not, like, because the best is going to be is what's right there, because you're not playing off the TV, yep. you're playing off the headset. So, um, well, I mean, the game can mirror on the TV. Yeah, but that's not the point. You're not going to update a VR game so it looks better. Than you're your TV. Look- <laughs> no, you're not looking at it. You're not looking at the TV. <laughs> yeah. There's no point. Well, a person can look at the TV. Yeah, but so. <laughs> Someone else could look at the TV and be like, hey, it looks a little better. It looks a little better than it did before. On the like, TV? I on the TV, but who cares? You already got the black bars on the TVs. So <laughs> yeah, oh, I know, I know. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. The games did seem to run better on VR, like noticeably better. Like it oh. felt better. Um, so that's Might good. That's good. Um, oh, at- the question with PS4 Pro. Okay, what? what was I was like, my ultimate question with the PS4 Pro about like switching out a game, well, getting out of a game and going in the menu, like doing all sorts of other stuff. How's that? Is it any smoother? Yes. Um, it feels faster. Like it feels fast, like running through the menus and stuff. Um, because like when you install a game, it's like super fast. Because I mean, it was already fast on PS4. Like you know, when you put the game in that little white bar, yeah, goes to install. It's the but, only like, first time. It's only one time. I know, but like it was super fast when I put in Titanfall Two. It just went shoot like instantly. It was like installed. <laughs> you were like shoot. Yeah, it makes a sound effect when you do it. That's the sound effect when it installs the game. <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously though, like it installs like super fast. Like games install like really fast because I was like popping in. I wish only things would download faster. That's what. <laughs> well, actually, um, the PS4 Pro does support a um, I forget what the exact number is, but, like a five point whatever oh, frequency. One. Huh? Wi-Fi? Yeah. Something that, with Wi-Fi? Yeah, something with the Wi-Fi. Like, it supports, like, a five-point whatever channel Wi-Fi. I remember back when the PS4 was first announced that it was criticized for, like, it's like, oh, it has lower Wi-Fi. Well, this one's got better. So, um, it does connect to that on my router. Because I, I, I was wondering why devices in my house weren't connecting to that, like, one signal on my router. Because mm. that's why. Because it's just a certain frequency that not all devices support. Um, yeah. but the PS4 Pro does, so I have it on that Wi-Fi signal, and it's pretty steady. Pretty steady. Pretty steady, yeah, because I've been downloading, I downloaded 600 Rock Band songs, and, uh, 
so much amount of time. Jeez, that must have been so tedious. It There's was. no download all but Nope. You had to go to each one. Each one and click download. Dude, I can't do it. I imagine doing that. And I have uh, like 1,200 <laughs> to do on that. Oh my god. That's like, like the worst. I have like 670 or something like that. Just click and then click and then click and then watch them download. And then by god, the worst part is hearing that ding every like minute and a half. Like download. Turn that off. I sh- I should have. <laughs> oh, yeah, after so many, why did you turn it off? I don't know, man. I, I just... think what would be more annoying is seeing it because it would tell you if it started downloading and then stopped. Yeah, it would say downloading, ding, install, install a ding, downloading, ding, installed, and I'm just like, oh, I muted my TV after a while and just walked away. <laughs> Let it Ooh. download. Um. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, it supports the higher Wi-Fi, so you can download that stuff uh, steadily. Like I said, no problems with that. Um, so yeah. Um, and like I said, it just feels faster installing games and uh, through them and running through the things and all that. So um, yeah, it's like I said, I don't have a 4K TV. Yet. Once I have a 4K TV, I can do more impressions, get more out of it. Because, I mean, that was just the thing, like, yes, I know I'm getting a 4K TV eventually, but, like, for right now, I do like having it just because I want a PlayStation living room. Because right now, I only have, I have one place in my room and none in the living room, so every time I want to play the PlayStation living room, I have to go unplug my PlayStation, bring it into the living room, plug it back up, and set it up and everything. And So it's good as a second one. So it's one of those things where it's like, I might as well get the Pro one, right? Since I need a second one for the living room. All right. So, Yeah. I still like it. I still like it as as is, you know, before I get my 4K stuff. So if you're thinking about getting a Pro, if you don't have a PS4, you might as well just get the Pro just because, you know, uh-huh. you get the best one you can. Even if you don't have 4K TV, still get the best you can get for next year. Yeah, because $100. what you're telling me here, which is not surprising, but is, is very um, good reassurance that... It does offer some other benefits for people that don't have the main selling point of the PS4 Pro, which is the 4K for it. So, oh yeah, there's there's I don't benefits. Know. Yeah, that that, that that factor menu thing that you were talking about to me there was uh, quite exciting. I mean, I was like, hmm, hmm. yeah, definitely hmm. good, mm-hmm. good hmm. making me want to sell my old PS4. Hmm. <laughs> I don't want to download all my Rock Band songs again. <laughs> I can just <laughs> well. You can well. Here's the thing: you can do a data transfer. Yeah, exactly. If you have That's what old, I'm If you have your old PS4, games just have the rock band songs in there. Yeah, like if you have your old PS4, you can connect your two systems together with the Ethernet cable and copy everything. But that was the thing: like I didn't do that because I didn't want to copy everything, and also because um, my current PlayStation, the one in my room, I have a two terabyte hard drive in it, and I think I have over one terabyte of data in it. And yeah. the PS4 Pro only has a one terabyte hard drive, so technically I have more data in my PS4 than what my Pro would be able to hold. You know? Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't actually be able to transfer everything anyway, even if I wanted to. So. Oh. But if you're definitely going from a stock 500 gig PlayStation 4 to a one terabyte Pro, then you can definitely easily transfer all your stuff. You know? Sweet. Uh huh. There you go. Transfer all your rock band songs and data and all that. If you or if you have a game that has a lot of DLC. Yeah, I just want to download all that again. Never good. 
So, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else. I mean, anything else about the PlayStation 4 Pro? It's just that it's just uh, another PlayStation. The other PlayStation. I mean, like I said, I mean, I like it. I like the design. I like that it's faster. I like that um, it does improve the games, not drastically, you know, to the point where it's like oh, it feels like a new game, but it does run the games better, like VR and Titanfall 2. Uh, I don't have 4K TV, so I can't say the full, I cannot do the full capabilities of it, but as like someone who just wants one, it's fine. Like it will work, it will improve your uh, 1080p experience. I haven't played Rise of Tomb Raider yet because they say that's actually a really good pro game. Like you'll notice the difference even if you're running on a 1080p TV. Ooh. Um, because like, because Rise of Tomb Raider does like all kind of like fancy options too. Like you can set it to 60 frames per second, uh, 1080p, or you can set it to 4K, 30 frames per second. Do you, um, Uncharted 4 is getting pro support? Yes. I don't know if it got it yet or not. Hmm. I hope we don't have to wait long for that one. I haven't checked my updates. Uh, I know Last of Us got the four, got the pro support update, so I'm pretty sure Uncharted got it already. It's, just, it's been a while since I played Uncharted, so it's not in my, like, auto-update list. Yeah, you wanted Last of Us. Did you play Last of Us? Uh, well, the reason it's on there, because I got the digital copy when it was on sale for, like, 10 bucks, so it's in my recent, like, main menu. Oh, yeah, you never played, like, Last of Us Remastered, have you? No. Holy shit, so now you're going to play this version? Is like, oh. Yeah, with its pro support. I'm going to wait till I get my 4K no TV, though. For me to go back. Yeah, I'm going to wait till I get my 4K TV, though, before I play Last of Us Remastered, because I want to check that out. Oh, so you're just going to wait? Yeah. Okay, I feel like I'm going to do this thing with, like, what's Uncharted. Yeah, just wait till that uh, 4K TV, get your 4K TV and your pro support, and play Uncharted 4, make it look better. Oh my gosh! Oh, I can't even imagine still because like, yeah, because you know we've heard ramblings of the new system even before like Uncharted Four even came out. I was like, man, I didn't even really think about that as I was playing it. Just the uh, 1080, 30 frames. Um, even though part of me did want it in 60 because you know all the other Naughty Dog games were in 60. At least the remasters that they put out were in 60. But um, no, it was just fine. Uncharted, remarkable. So oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. <laughs> It's going to look nice. All I can say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. You had any other just questions for Pro that I'm not thinking of I can answer? Uh, probably answer. I'll think of some as, as, as uh, time progresses and you get more hands-on with it. But Oh, uh, it did come with a new... I mean, this is what we said. It did come with a new slightly redesigned controller. Which I heard is a little different. I haven't noticed anything different. I've been playing with it. I mean, it's, some people have said it feels a little different. Yeah, it feels a little different. Like it has a different kind of weight to it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's heavier. Yeah, and but overall, it's not really all that much different. I mean, the the um, the what's it? The touchpad's a little smaller, and it's got the light coming through the touchpad, which is nice. Oh, this reminds me too. The thing I did forget to talk about while I was talking about with them it was that Sony's now. Um, licensing third-party controllers yeah which indicates to you that sony doesn't give a damn about <laughs> making like pro controllers because if they're just out licensing things and they don't care yeah everyone it's like when valve them. licensed all these consoles and they never made one themselves <laughs> mm-hmm. remember that conundrum about the steam console yeah oh yeah steam, steam console uh, man never, 
the uh, Valve never bothered to make one of their own, so that means they have no confidence in it because they just let other people make it. So they're just going to let anybody make Half-Life 3? Oh! Well, how about they may not even let anybody make games? Oh, wait, they already kind of do that with Steve Greenlight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look. The Reg- no, I'm going to give the Reggie look. 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 Um... I suspect that we're going to get a PlayStation Elite controller. Like an official one or like... Yeah, no, yeah, an official one, dude. First party, yeah. official. You know I'll be all over that $120 controller. Oh, I, dude, I can't even pay $60 for a controller. But the Xbox One one is so good. Well, that's like your opinion, man. And like, uh... I want, like, a controller studio, but even though Sony just announced, what, a new silver uh, color and, like, there's a different uh, shade of camo that they just yeah, announced. There's like a new, yeah, there's a new camo coming in December. I like to call it the redneck camo. <laughs> Whoa, man. Whoa, man. <laughs> That's the one where you can actually, like, see the leaves and the lines, like the twigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's not the dark, like, military camo. Yeah, it's not the digital. Do you think a digital camo? Like the, yeah. like the army ones, digital camo, and then like regular camo, where you can actually see the leaves and the twigs or whatever. Yeah, the one I'm calling the redneck camo. <laughs> it would go well with Duck Dynasty. Oh, shut up! <laughs> it's a whiskey. Oh, you're being you're being, you're <laughs> you're being, being offensive. You're, <laughs> um, the white one can go for really good with the. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> you're being offensive. <laughs> I am from the state of Louisiana, you, where they yeah. found the goddamn Doug Dynasty at. So, sh- <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that's where they're from. Yeah, everything seems to be in Louisiana. Though. Uh, everything. You guys got everything over there. <laughs> eh, it's, it's slowing down. <laughs> Thank goodness. Like, like no, like film and show production. Because the whole like swamp bayou thing like phase is kind of like going off, you know. Because that was the thing for a while. That trend of like everything on TV was bayou this swamp that, you know. When were we supposed to get a sequel to Mud? No. Oh. Was Mud even in Louisiana? I don't even know. It was. It was. I don't even remember. A good movie. I don't remember anything from that movie. Very uh, sad, but I, I don't. Th- I don't think. It, I mean, it's a place like a bayou. I mean, we're not the only state that has bayous and swamps. Hmm. Might have been like in Arkansas or something. No, Arkansas does not have bayous and swamps. <laughs> Arkansas. Arkansas is above Louisiana, and they're landlocked. So no, they don't. It's- Arkansas. Oh, I think of Arkansas. I wonder if there's anything there. Uh, <laughs> Louisiana has swamps and bayous. Mississippi has some swamps. In the state of the Mississippi. Yeah, you can tell I'm done. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we are rambling. Anyway. So yeah, I think it's time to wrap this up. So with that, this has been the PSBS 
uh, Playable Station Podcast, episode 81. I'm your host, Code TPS and Valley Voice. My host here is... Andrew, just double this. Um, just uh, be safe. Be and safe. Be, when you're out just drinking, just be careful. <laughs> don't do not do anything stupid like I do. Yeah. Or you can just not drink to begin with. I mean, you can decide, but I mean... Uh, no, that was Benjamin Franklin's uh, famous quote. He says... Uh, I think it was Benjamin Franklin. The best way to uh, to beat uh, to to stop a bad habit is to not start it. To to never start it. Yeah, that's the best way to stop bad habits. Don't start it. Don't start one. Well, it's not like I'm a, I'm an alcoholic, but but, well, uh, then, <laughs> but uh, I only go out like once a week. Really? <laughs> Wait, you think once a week is bad? I mean, it's more than me. But I mean, I mean, I go hard like on that day though. <laughs> mm. You you don't have any shots of whiskey. I have that day. Oof! Even one shot of whiskey makes you an alcoholic. <laughs> Even one? Yes. I'm like six. <laughs> Shit! I know people that can take one thing of whiskey and they're just already out. Nope. But anyway, and then I have, uh, the good old whiskey and coke. Oh dear God! Anyway. Don't right. don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Look both ways before you cross the street. It's really important. You know, uh, and, uh go play your but, games. Go play Titanfall two. Can't play your PS4 Pros and whatnot. Yeah, and, Titanfall two and Battlefield one about the same price of a game. Uh, both of them combined about almost above, well, more than above a full price game. So yeah, you can get you each one. Yeah, each one for thirty five dollars. Look, look for it. But anyway. <laughs> Anyway, it's PSPS. And hopefully we'll uh, see you guys next week.